Hi, I'm here with Darcy Patrick today. He's another one of the wonderful authors that are in We Are All Made of Love. It's releasing February 2nd, 2022. It's a vulnerable and heartfelt collection that'll help restore your faith in humanity and remind you of the true reason that we're all here, transcending all the odds through love, connected as one with each other, made of love. And I'll read you Darcy's bio that he has in the book. For 25 years or more, Darcy was a professional bass player. In 2013, the perfect storm happened in his life and pushed him over the edge. He had struggled for over 38 years from depression and had to make a call for help, which was one of the hardest things he had ever done. Since starting therapy eight years ago, he's become an author of four books, soon to be five, creator of three courses, and he has also become a public speaker doing talks all over Southern Ontario. Darcy now lives a life of purpose, and that purpose is helping as many people as he can, breaking the stigma behind mental health and depression. He's an author, public speaker, wellness writing coach, peer support worker, and only with open conversation can we break the stigma behind depression. Let's start talking and do it together. His piece in the book is called All You Need Is Love. So hi, Darcy, and welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me today. Um, would you like to tell us a little bit more about your piece that you submitted for the book and, and how it came about and why you submitted it? Yeah, so my piece in the book is based off of a personal experience that I had when I was growing up, um, sitting around a dinner table and my father asking us uh, what we thought about the Beatles song, All You Need Is Love, and the conversations that erupted after that. And I was very young at the time and I didn't really interact at all. Um, so this inspired me because now, you know, uh, 40 years later or longer, um, you know, this has so much meaning to me because throughout our lives, we always wonder, you know, what we're here for, what's the meaning of life. And, you know, what I've discovered is that, you know, it's true that all you do need is love. And that when we approach everything in our lives, whether it be conflict, change, fear, anxiety, that when we approach it from a place of love and kindness, that it does actually conquer, conquer all. Um, and so I wanted to go back and I wanted to, to really seek a deeper meaning behind all you need is love and the interaction that I had with my father. Um, you know, before he passed away and how much that meant to me and how much it means to me in the work that I'm doing now uh, as a peer support provider, uh, that human connection is what's missing in so many people's lives who struggle with depression and anxiety and other mental health issues. And that if we can give them a connection, show them love, that it changes people's worlds. Well, and that's the main idea behind this book too, right? Is is just the the whole restoring faith in humanity and realizing we are all connected and we don't have to be alone and we don't have to struggle alone because, you know, I know one of the authors last night, she reached out to me and she said, you know, Darcy's piece really resonated with me. Can I reach out to him and, and tell him that? And, you know, and it's just, it's, the, the pieces are already um, are, are already helping people and healing people and the book hasn't even been released yet as of the date of this recording and you know it's just it's 
it's beautiful to have that reminder. And I really admire the work that you're doing, um, helping break the stigma of mental health, because it is something that is very personal to me as well. And that's, you know, we're, we're on very similar missions in the world and which is why I love watching what you're doing. And, and I love, I love being, being connected with you because, you know, it's, the world really, really needs that reminder, you know, that all you need is love. And your piece was so touching and so heartfelt. And I love that you shared a little bit more about the work that you're doing as well in the piece. And because it is, it is so important to be able to, to connect and help people. And so did you want to tell us a little bit more about the work that you do? Yeah. So, um, you know, when COVID-19 came, uh, I was, kind of dumbfounded. I was teaching uh, three nights a week the different courses that I've created for different mental health addiction organizations and it all evaporated quickly. Um, and I tried to find uh, meaning uh, in this time to look at it as a time of growth and not a time of uh, anxiety and fear and that things were being taken away from me, but it was an opportunity for me to actually grow when I was at home I was free to uh, be creative and to seek growth on a level that I've never done before. So I actually ended up writing my fourth book during this time. And then I, you know, I decided I was going to take a peer support worker course, which was totally out of my wheelhouse because I was never good in school. I never had good marks. So the thought of actually taking a course um, terrified me because of the chance of failure. And it turned out, you know, I aced that course. And then directly after I finished the course, a job came up at St. Joe's uh, in Hamilton on West 5th for a peer support provider. So again, you know, I pooled my resources together and I got a resume, you know, because I had built such great uh, connections with people um, that I decided I was going to draw on some of them. And I created a resume after like the last, the last resume I had was for teaching music um, when I graduated college in 96. So my resume was, was nothing. So anyways, I rebuilt my resume and I applied for this job and I landed it and I couldn't believe it. Um, so now I'm working one-on-one uh, at St. Joe's uh, with inpatients and outpatients in a supportive, uh, a supportive role, um, helping people to, you know, use communication skills to change their perspectives. You know, everything that I write about in my book and my books, um, I'm teaching people on a regular basis to help them become functioning members of society. And the, so- the people I'm meeting, you know, and it, it, it all goes back to everything that I talk about where it's like people who struggle with mental health, you know, and addictions are the smartest people that you'll ever meet. And, you know, they've never been taught to deal with emotion. They've never been taught uh, to live in the present. They're either trapped in the past or always worrying about the future. And the people that I'm working with are some of the most amazing, resilient people that I've ever met. And so I work one-on-one and, you know, I help them create a new life. that's amazing that's so inspiring thank you for doing what you do Uh, no yeah (laughs) it's it's a like like again like if you would have came up to me eight years ago when I was struggling and I made the call for help um and told me that I was going to write a book I would have laughed if 
if you would have told me I was going to write four books, I really would have fell down. Um, and, you know, if I was going to start therapy, uh, I really would have recoiled because I was in such a state of hiding my depression and my mental illness. Um, but yeah, you know, I made that call for help and everything that has happened is like a pinch me moment now because everything that I do, I would have never dreamt in a million years that I'd be doing it. But for the first time, I'm successful because it comes directly from inside me as opposed to from outside influences kind of dragging me and pushing me to where I'm supposed to be going. Everything I do now is with purpose and with love. It's amazing how when you can get in the flow and feel alignment, how much easier everything falls into place. Like what you said about taking the the, the, the peer support course and then finding it a job like it's you know it's that that was that moment was just waiting for you right and you know it's just it's amazing when that happens and you know being able to share that kind of thing in the book has been really amazing too and I know that you've you've been able to publish four books so far and that you have a fifth one coming out hopefully early next year and did you want to tell us a little bit about your your books and your journey with that yeah so each one of my books was written um always about my personal experiences, um, how I learned how to use all the tools that were being given to me at each moment in my own way. And then I would write about it and give people the opportunity to uh, have it resonate with them and then give them the opportunity to make each tool its own. So it started out with Why I Run, where I you know, just told my story and then it went to creative writing for the mind, body, and soul, where I taught people how to use writing to express themselves, um, to help them with their mental health issues. Uh, then I went to, you know, I progressed in my treatment and I wrote a meditation book. And that book um, was really special because when I was introduced to meditation and mindfulness, I thought it was the most hippie, trippy <laughs> BS, and it would never have any any role in my recovery. And I was so close-minded, um, but I opened up and I accepted and I changed a lot of who I was uh, when I wrote that book and when I embraced meditation um, because it became the cornerstone to my recovery, meditation and mindfulness. And then, you know, again, I progressed and COVID-19 came and I sat down and I wrote the big let go, letting go of control is taking control which draws on, you know, some pretty uh, important tools like forgiveness, radical acceptance, changing your perspective and how to, you know, do those things. Because a lot of the time people have great advice. Like my favorite is when people say, well, you just have to let go. Well, show me how, right? Show me how to set boundaries. Show me how to do these things. So the, you know, the big let go is all about um, showing people how to let go. And I love that title. That, too. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And the things that that I had to let go of in my life um, in order for me to grow into the person that I was going to be. So letting go of control is taking control is uh, a scary thing. Yeah. But everything that I let go of led me to where I am now. And then when I started my job at Peer Support, I had this flash while I was going into work because I had promised my therapist that I wasn't, I was going to take a couple of years off of writing because four books in four years is a lot. And so I was driving into work and I had this flash of a title that 
said, you know, uh, managing wellness, creating and maintaining a mind, body, and soul connection. And this book is a very, very mindful and meditation-based book where um, I give people an outline to create, you know, a connection that I never believed existed. I always never, I laughed at the thought of three parts of myself adding up to one. <laughs> it was like, again, it was hippy trippy stuff. And then what I've learned since the walking into my first therapy session and leading up to now is that there has to be a mind, body and soul connection. And so, and it has to be based around love, self-love, loving others. And when you are capable of doing that, everything in your life comes together. All the puzzle pieces that you thought were lost or never existed um, magically appear. Well, and it's, it's great that the piece that you wrote um, for this book is actually going to be included in that. And it sounds like it's a book that sort of takes like the best of all the other ones that that you have and brings it together and i i know firsthand that you know i i after the last collaboration book last year i said no more collaboration books and before that book was even published the idea for this book came to mind and i was like no 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 we're not doing any more collaboration books we're not doing this right and choices for change was released in june of last year and it's maintained in the top 100 ever since in, on the charts and it has helped so many people and I was in sort of a, like a, a dark struggling spot and I decided like I had this flash that said now is the time for this book now is the time for this book and I, I specifically sent invites to people that I knew would be the perfect energy and the perfect inclusion for this book and so I'm really grateful that you accepted the invite and that you decided to join and it was it was kind of funny how it all happened because I sent the invite and I think within a day or two, you had the piece to me. You were the very first one that had their, their piece written into me and, you know, made my job so much easier. <laughs> and, you know, your, your enthusiasm for participating just helped to, to set the book off on the right foot. And I'm really grateful for that. So thank you. Well, thank you for inviting me because anybody else I probably would have, wouldn't have done it for <laughs> um, because I know your history and I know what you do. Um, so it has to fit within certain personal uh, things for me to be involved in something. So it speaks greatly well, for all the work that you've done and continue to do. So it was more of an honor for me to, to have something in this, um, to be part of something for the first time. Well, I know... I published my first book when you published your first book and we ended up doing like a Christmas book exchange that year in 2016. And it was, it was so cool to be able to, to do that, you know, with an author and have that kind of connection and stuff and to be able to continue our connection all these years to being able to have you part of this one has been really awesome. So thank you for that. And did you, you shared, so throughout the interview, you shared a number of pearls of wisdom and, and beautiful insights and takeaways. Um, is there, there one or two in particular that you would like to sort of highlight and stand out for people to, to remember? Yeah, you know, for years and years, I fought against 
change. Um, and I wanted things the way that I always wanted them to be. And the one thing that I've taken away from the past eight years of changing my life is that whenever we go at anything in our lives, if we always go at it from a place of love and understanding and seeing different perspectives, learning to compromise, learning to actually work with other people to reach a common goal, that we always get what we're after, but in a more rewarding way. And when we say all, all you need is love, that's the meaning behind it, is because we do get what we want in the end when it comes from a place of love and kindness. We do reach our goals when it comes from a place of love and kindness. And knowing that really changed my life because in the end, what do we leave with? We leave with positive memories. We leave with the love that we've given and received. And it always gets paid back in kind. Always. The reason why I love my new job so much is because I'm giving and at the same time I'm receiving. Whenever we give love and go at it from a place of love, we always get that same reaction back. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I love it. And it's, it's so true. It's, you know, what, what we look for expands as well, you know, and when, when we look for love and we are love, then we will receive more of it as well. And, you know, it's, if you, if you have fear, then you'll have more things to be afraid of. And for me, I would much rather choose a life of love. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a much more rewarding life. <laughs> you know, I often say when I'm, when I'm talking with peers and they talk about, you know, being aggressive and, and, and they talk about situations that they had before and we work together to come at it from a place of love, you know, they, they, get, they get kind of scared and they say, well, this isn't what I'm normally used to. And I'm like, well, look, look where what you used to do got you. Didn't get do you, you want more far, of the it. same or do you want you, something you want new? The same you, want it, or you want a different reaction right you want yeah. things to be better so you know yeah. a lot of the times our old behaviors you know they don't get us too far Not too. <laughs> but it's much easier when you can just embrace love and and just exactly. go that path and that's that's why i wanted to publish this book now as well is because it is it is so timely for for the world that we're living in the world just needs to remember that all you need is love and i'm really grateful that you know you you published or you included that reminder and if people want to reach out to you to pre-order the book or to share how you touch them or or any feedback how would they contact you there's going to be some some in the in the notes below but how would they contact you yeah so i have a wonderful website um darcypatrick.com that has all my books and all my information on there as well. And there is a contact page um, and there is an email uh, as well on that contact page. You can friend me on Facebook and I'm always, always there. If anybody would like to talk um, 100%, if I'm available to, I'm in. That's amazing. 
thank you for all that you do and for joining us here today. And I appreciate your time. And I hope that, you know, everybody will, will check out the We Are All Made of Love on February 2nd, 2022. And there's going to be lots of launch day bonuses when you buy that day, including a surprise from Darcy. And so I, I hope that you will check that out. And thank you, everybody, for your support and watching this. Thank you. Have a great day.